The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Interesting little bit of uh, legal competition. Mm. Epic Games versus Google. Big result for Epic Games. Huge result for Epic Games. This is part of the antitrust hearings that have been happening in the US for quite a while. And Epic Games, which makes Fortnite, so if you've got young kids, you'll know all about it. Uh, They took Google to, to court over what they're saying is unfair practices, whereby... Uh, they would lose out on money if users uh, utilise the App Store. Now, if you have a smartphone, you're very reliant on the App Store. Uh, This is something that Epic Games had an issue with with Apple. They weren't successful in that instance. But uh, the courts have found that the Play app operated as an illegal monopoly. Now, this is a big, big issue. Uh, Google is saying it's going to appeal but the upshot here is that uh, the Google App Store were kind of taking, imposing a fee of up to 30% on any in-app sale. So if you were buying, whether it's extra live... 30%? And, it's a lot of money. A- anything at all, there was an extra fee. Now, any user... So for example, if you use uh, your App Store to make in-app purchases for anything, whether that is a legitimate, like, you know, if, if you want to, I don't know, top up, if you want to buy a movie or something like that, there's going to be an extra fee. Sometimes it's actually cheaper for you to go onto a website and buy via a browser than buy via the app. And this is why both Apple and Google are doing this. However, uh, what Epic were saying was that Google have special kind of like mates rates for certain applications. So Spotify, for example, other apps were only paying 10%. And they were saying that, look, there's no viable alternative here for Android users other than going through the App Store. So it's unfair. Now, the jury found, as I said, that uh, Google were taking part in sort of monopolistic behaviours. Google will appeal this. But it is good news for the consumer because these companies are very big and very powerful. And if those using the App Store from a business point of view have to pass the extra fees onto us, the consumer, we're going to feel the pinch in our pocket. So look, it's not over as of yet, uh, but it is something that I do think we should keep an eye on because, as I said, it could affect our pockets in a good way uh, over time. Because one assumes it'll also set an interesting precedent for everybody else using Google's App Store. Absolutely. Now, you know, Google, and we saw this with Apple as well, you know, they are such big players that these individual apps, they need the marketplace. They need the app stores to be able to facilitate customers getting to it. Now, what we did see with Huawei, for example, when Huawei and Google had that little falling out because of Donald Trump, uh, some apps uh, became available to download via a browser onto Huawei phones. So there, there are workarounds, but it doesn't make for a great user experience. And I think at a time when we're already paying out a hell of a lot of money for subscriptions you know mobile gaming mobile shopping and all the rest is becoming more and more appealing it's the done thing now for most people Um, and yet once again it's us the consumer that are getting screwed over so it's nice to see Epic Games taking hold of this and trying to fight back a little bit but as I said Google is going to appeal so it's not quite uh, home and dry just yet As always every time you come in we are immediately inundated with questions first off I have a Lenovo all in one for over three years, and since yesterday, I am unable to open Microsoft Edge, which is the default browser. Prior to this computer, prior to this, the computer went into repair mode several times over the last few weeks to repair disk drive C, I think. Does this now mean that the drive is busted? And if so, is it possible or worth getting it repaired and where? 
Yeah, it's definitely worth trying to get it repaired. The first thing I would do is go in and back everything up. So if you have a lot of files stored now, I don't know if you'll be able to open any browser. Uh, If it's just Edge that's acting up, uh, again, if you go into the App Store, you might be able to download Google Chrome, use that as a browser, pop everything into Google Cloud or OneDrive or one of those cloud programs. And what I would do in the first instance is reboot the entire device. Uh, So you can reset it to factory settings, but just please make sure you do the backup first. If that doesn't work, then I would get on to a repair outlet. There are so many brilliant, reputable ones. Uh, first port of call might be to go back to where you bought it from. I know it's a few years old, but, you know, customer service is customer service. Uh, a lot of the big retailers have in-house fixed teams. Other than that, there's shops like Back From The Future here in Dublin that are great. Uh, so just go to a reputable one and uh, give it a go. Last year, I bought an iPhone with 256 gigabytes of memory so I could store all my photos, files, etc. I also pay 2.99 for iCloud every month. However... I keep getting messages from Google saying my storage is full and I may not get Gmail messages and it's all down to photos. I keep deleting Gmail messages, but it makes very little difference. My point is getting a phone with large memory was to avoid issues like this. Now, what I need to know is if I delete photos from Google Photos, will they disappear from my iPhoto photos as well? I don't even remember ever getting Google Photos, but I think it happened when someone sent me photos via Google. Wow, well done on reading that message. Thanks very much. I didn't <laughs> well understand you. it. What yeah. does it mean? Okay, so th- there's a few different points here to clarify, right? So the phone storage that you have, your 256 iPhone, that's locally on your phone. That's Im- Imagine all those little pictures are actually stored in the phone. Then when we come to your iCloud storage, that's in a cloud in the sky that's called Apple. And then your Google Photos is a separate cloud on the other side of the sky called Google. So there's two separate clouds that you're paying for at the moment. If you want to free up space in your Gmail, which is part of the Google Cloud, uh, you can absolutely delete your photographs from Google Photos, providing you have those photos backed up into your Apple Cloud. They don't automatically talk to each other, so you need to make them talk. There's a few different ways you could do it. I have the same predicament in that I'm an iPhone user. I choose to use Google Photos. So what I do is I pay a tenner a month for two terabytes of storage with Google I know. Two terabytes. Yeah, it's like I'm a pathetic human, as we know. Moving on. Uh, So what I do is I have all of my photos automatically going up to the Google Cloud and then it deletes them from my phone whenever my phone is full. So that works really well for me. If, however, you don't want to go down the route of paying for Google Photos, what you do is go to a computer. Don't do this on a phone. Go to a computer. Go to photos.google.com. Log in with your Gmail address. Download all the photographs. Make sure that they're all there. Then go to iCloud.com, log in with your Apple ID, shimmy all those photos up to the Apple Cloud, delete them from your Google Cloud, and then move on with your life. Text saying, blast from the past along these lines. Does Jess know if you can access Bebo? I had loads of photos I never saved. Do you know what? And this is something, this is how hip and cool my program is. We did a piece on Tech Talk a few weeks ago about Bebo. And no, unfortunately not. They tried to bring it back in 2021. Uh, The original guy who sold it and then bought it back for a million dollars tried to bring it back. He started this really cool beta process. But part of that beta process was that you would not be able to log back into your old stuff. So unfortunately, if like me, when I was 16, you had a Bebo profile and your top 16 was, you know, the be all and end all. Unfortunately, that's gone forever. What about MySpace? Uh, MySpace, I don't know, actually. And which, which was first, MySpace or Bebo? MySpace was and my, uh, uh, oh, you can still go on to MySpace. It's, oh my it's gosh. Like, like the mullet and bell bottoms. Any minute now, it's on the way back. By the way, on the topic of mullets, a text from Billy from Galway. 
Billy says, I don't have an air fryer. I would love one. I would also love a mullet, but I am too bald. <laughs> Merry Christmas to everyone. Merry Christmas, Billy. Uh, text saying, my new laptop is not communicating with my old printer. Any idea how to start to fix it? Well, printers and laptops are not meant to speak to each other. They're always at war. Yeah, they're always at war. And it's always when you're under the most amount of pressure that they become most uh, uncooperative, which is always fun. Can't find printer. It's right, it's right there. there. Even when you connect it. Uh, okay, so depending on the printer, it could be a few different issues. It could be if the printer is very old, uh, that the software isn't compatible with the version of Windows or um, iOS that your new device or Mac OS that your new device is running. Um, for example, let's just say it's a HP printer. If you go onto the HP website, put in the model of the printer that you have, you co- you should be able to download a driver. Um, so it's a piece of software basically that will make them work. The majority of printers these days are wireless. So again, depending on the age of the printer, hopefully if you download the right driver, install it, run it, they'll talk to each other. Jess, Thanks for your advice on switching from a clipboard and pen to an iPad and Apple Pencil. <laughs> now, what's that film thingy you can put on the screen to make it feel more paper-like? Merry Christmas, says Denise. Merry Christmas, Denise. Uh, it's actually, you, you've answered your own question there. It's called a paper-like screen protector. Uh, I bought one from Amazon for nine quid. Don't give out to me for shopping on Amazon. I just couldn't find one in a store. Uh, but the one, it's a brand called Paperlike and it does create that nice resistance between the, the pencil and the screen. It's lovely. Best basic laptop for my elderly parents for Christmas. Okay, uh, how basic do we want to go? I always uh, go for a Chromebook first and foremost because you can get one for less than 300 quid. They are incredibly easy to use if it's predominantly for cloud-based things. So anything on the internet, whether that is shopping, email, uh, Zoom calls, anything like that, then a Chromebook is the way to go. If you want to take a step up, we'll go back to where we started, which is with a Lenovo IdeaPad. Uh, They're a little bit more expensive. They're usually around 470. There are some good deals at the moment. Uh, But again, they've nice big screens, very easy to use and run Windows. Very quick one. This may sound like a blast from the past, but my teenager's into photography. Any recommendations for a digital camera for Christmas? Nothing too fancy. Are people still buying digital cameras separately? Is the they are, but they are still they're quite expensive now. Um, I would go to a camera specialist. There's the camera centre here in Dublin. There's Cons cameras. I would get on to a, an expert and get a bit of guidance. Cons cameras are great because they'll also help you maybe find a refurbished camera rather than buying a new one. You can go on to adverts and Dundee and all the rest. And people are selling older camera equipment. They can be quite pricey, so maybe do as much research as you can. Um, I wouldn't have a model off the top of my head again depending on the requirements of the person, but you've plenty of options out there. Jess, as always, thank you very much. That is News Talks technology correspondent Jess Kelly. And if you missed any of Jess's advice, you can listen back on podcast as you can to any of our items. It's on the News Talk app powered by GoLed. You just search for the Pat Kenny. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.